What's up, Story Geeks? It's Daryl. And Jay. On today's show, we are going to make Justice League better. Why are we doing this? Because last week was Comic-Con. That's right. And we got to see an Aquaman trailer. Yep. And we got to see a Shazam trailer. And they look awesome. But people are worried. And they're not worried because they don't look awesome. They're worried because they've seen Justice League. <laughs> That's right. So we're going to make it better. And joining us on today's podcast is nobody, because Daryl and I are going to tackle this all by ourselves. We are. But we would love to hear your thoughts on it. So go to our Facebook group. Let us know how you think Justice League could be made better. Uh, the link to the group is in the show notes. Also, be sure you don't miss our upcoming shows. Next week with Marquia McCarty, we are going to dig deeper into a quiet place. We're kicking off Scary Movie Month. Then in the upcoming weeks, we're going to talk about The Meg. We're going to talk about Get Out. And we're going to talk about, what's the last one? Event freaking Horizon. Oh, Event Horizon. We have great guests coming up in the next two months. So be sure to click the subscribe button on your preferred podcast provider and YouTube because we're running a lot of our shows on YouTube this these days as well. That's right. So thank you guys for listening. We're going to dive in. And as always, the Story Geeks podcast is produced by the Reclamation Society. Let's make the Justice League better. It doesn't seem like it's going to be that difficult. <laughs> it, yes. Yeah. It's not difficult. The question is, how much better can we make how it? How much better can we make it? Yeah, totally. I'm basically rewriting the whole movie. <laughs> That's my goal here. So a couple things. When we do a Make It Better, we say that it has to be story related. Right. So when we get to our Patreon account, we will be able to break the rules. We normally each have three, but today we have more because there's so much to say about There's too many ideas. I couldn't there's narrow it down ideas. to three. Way too many ideas. So why don't you kick us off, Daryl? Why don't you, what did you come up with with your number? How many ideas do you have? Four? I have four for the main. So we'll do four and two. Okay. And... Lead us off. What's your number four? Okay, I'm going right to the top. I'm going to the biggest problem <laughs> with this movie, which okay. is the villain. Ah. Steppenwolf made no sense. Yeah. It was a, uh, I mean, it's kind of an appropriately named villain because he was a step to a better villain. <laughs> like, true. it was just, like, if you're going to go for it, go all the way to the top. Yeah. So go yeah. with Dark Side. So you'd make the villain Dark Side. Yeah. Okay. Plus, it gives them a chance to sort of preempt Infinity War. Like, they could have put Darkseid on screen before we got to see Thanos. That's a really good point. Feels like a missed opportunity. They're basically the same character. <laughs> but, um, yeah, make Darkseid the villain. It brings higher stakes. Yeah. He's more recognizable. Sure. Even some non-comic book fans know who Darkseid is. Like me. I yeah. have no idea who Steppenwolf is. Nobody knows is. who Steppenwolf yeah, is. you got to be a comic book fan to know who Steppenwolf is. Yeah. And to be honest... The Steppenwolf in the movie is nothing like Steppenwolf in the comics. Isn't isn't Steppenwolf the equivalent of Ebony Maw? Uh, kind of. He would probably be more like one of the other ones. He's more of a warrior. Okay, okay. Ebony Maw's equivalent would probably be a character named Desaad. Okay. But uh, I'm just thinking in terms of somebody who ushers in the bigger villain, but who's very powerful un unto themselves. Yeah, Steppenwolf would probably be more like the... Uh, like the big hulking dude that oh, went around yeah, yeah, with. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. forget all their names, but I forget all their yeah. names too. Um, so yeah, we would have higher stakes, more recognition, and a better villain motivation. Because for me, we would wipe away the whole unity thing. Oh yeah, that's there's nothing in the comics about that. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, the the emphasis on the mother boxes was cool because that makes sense yes. from a comic perspective, right? But rather than all of that, the motivation would be. Steppenwolf is coming to Earth 
to claim the body of the last Kryptonian. Oh. He's coming to Earth to get Superman's body. Interesting. Because he wants to revive him and turn him into his own soldier. That's I like his motivation. That. Like, so the dark side could use Superman as a soldier. Exactly. I like that a lot. That's that's way better. That's way more interesting. They um, should have called me. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're probably we are, you and I are probably going to go down different paths, but I think that's that good. It's going to hopefully people will find them interesting. Yeah. My first one is a little bit more basic. It doesn't have as far-reaching consequences as yours does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mine is, please, can we please, please, please get rid of the Batman, Wonder Woman romantic tension. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's <is> so stupid. <laughs> if you're going to have romantic tension between anybody, it should be between Wonder Woman and Superman. And you could set up a, an actual like love triangle between Wonder Woman and Lois and Superman. and Especially the fact that it's like a high school love tension it's so dumb alfred's like did you call miss prince he's like well it's like come on um it's just ridiculous so i I say get rid of that right off the bat i do think it could be interesting to add in the superman i think that that if you were to add in the superman wonder woman relationship the reason why that's somewhat interesting to me is that in that relationship you have superman understanding and knowing what it's like and, and Diana knowing what it's like. So there's automatic connection between the two of them, whereas Clark Kent sort of connects with Lois Lane. So it's kind of a nice romantic tension, actually. Sure. There's there's some intimacy on, on from both parties. Uh, but connecting Wonder Woman to Batman is so yeah, I mean, weird. It's been done in the comics a little bit. Yeah. They even did it on the Justice League animated series a yeah. little bit. Very surfacey level. Pretty lame. In my opinion, especially with the Wonder Woman we have in the DCEU, yeah. having her interested in anybody aside from Steve Trevor feels cheap to me. Yeah. Not that she would like save herself and never love another after right. Steve Trevor, but it feels like an Amazon would have a more pure version of a relationship Yeah. and not like our, you know, American social dating norms yeah. kind of thing. She would have more of a pure connection with Steve Rogers. So, I mean, Steve Trevor. Steve Trevor. And uh, Steve Rogers, I could see that. Hey, why not? The two of them, that would be great. <laughs> but no, she would have a pure connection with Steve Trevor to the point where if it's not him, mm-hmm. it seems like they should just avoid that altogether. Yeah, it also presents us with a, a fairly awkward thing, and that is that that in two, you know 2018 at this point, we're going to have, this was 2017 at the time this came out, but we're gonna have the only woman have all the different, I mean, it's the same problem with Black Widow, right? Like, oh, there's a woman yeah, here. She, she should be interested no, in she'll everyone. She'll date everybody. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> wait, that doesn't make any sense. Um, that's just stupid. So yeah, get rid of that altogether. Yeah. What's your number three? I like that. Um, my number three is has to do with the Flash. So uh, I would make the Flash into a more experienced hero, okay, who has actually been operating in Central City for a while. Mm. Like in this movie, Batman's been around for twenty years. They yes. tell us that. Yes. So why couldn't there have been other heroes too? Right. Maybe he's not super famous, but the Flash will have existed for a while, operating as a hero in Central City, and I want him to be more similar to what he is in the comics—a more confident character. He understands what it is to be a hero. He takes mm-hmm. it very seriously. Yeah. Um, I don't like the. I mean, this movie does it. The animated stuff does it too. There's always this 
attempt to use the Flash as the the comedy relief. <laughs> yeah. And I don't get that because in the comics he's not that. He makes it makes more sense to have Green Lantern as the comedy relief, See, which I, he I often is. That is. There's no good comedy relief character in the Justice well, League, really. Aquaman is, actually makes sense, but. Green Lantern has been comic relief somewhat in the comics. Yeah. It's a little bit it's a little bit he does he's a little bit more reckless, let's put it that way. That's what true. he does. That's true. So But uh yeah, so older, more confident, been operating for a while. Um it would change the dynamic of why they seek him out. Yeah. Like, yes, they would seek him out to help with this coming fight, which is now not a coming fight that has to do with the unity and some random aliens are coming. <laughs> it has to do with they're coming to take Superman's body. And maybe the way they get into the fight is Darkseid does take Superman's body. Yeah. And so they, it's like, oh, crap, now we really have to make this happen. Totally, so totally. Barry Allen and Aquaman could be the two that they found that they really try to bring into the fight. I know I'm leaving somebody out. I'll get to that later. <laughs> so, and I know that I can't recast right now. You can't right now. Nope. We'll talk about that. We'll talk more about that in the <laughs> Patreon version. But uh, there may be some recasting. So going on. I, I'm not super confident in Ezra Miller's ability to pull off this kind of character. But ah. I would rather see that attempted. So. Yeah, that makes sense. And I would think that you're going to probably have to recast it. But there's plenty of good actors to recast with. I yeah, I have one in mind. Exactly. Stay tuned for Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my number three is that I really feel this real strongly, and and my and my number as I get to my number two, my number one, you'll see like more of how I'm going to accomplish this. Yeah. But it seems very ridiculous to me that BVS and so Batman v Superman and Justice League are so disconnected. Oh yeah. It's like they were making they were headed towards a goal and like in the midst of that goal they subverted it, but then it was like, well, we should probably do some callbacks to that just in case anyone's paying attention. Yeah. And it's like that's just dumb. That's just like like if you're gonna do callbacks, don't treat us like idiots. If you say this movie is not headed in the right direction, we're going to bring in a new director to do to take it in a completely different direction. At least tell us we've gone in a different direction now. Don't <laughs> expect Justice League to relate to Batman v Superman at all. Yeah. We're just doing a different movie. I'd be like, oh, okay, I, then I'll judge it differently. Yeah. But the, uh, most of what's set up doesn't make any sense in the context yeah. that we later see it in. Um, I mean, like they throw a parademon into the opening sequence of Justice League. That was a reshoot, by the way, yeah. from my understanding. And I go, what does this parademon have to do with anything besides a random dream that Batman had in BVS that, by the way, doesn't even matter whatsoever in Justice League? It's stupid. Why would you even do that? It could if it was Darkseid as the villain. <laughs> it could. Because all that foreshadowing stuff had to do with Darkseid. There exactly. was a giant Omega symbol on the in the dirt or whatever. That's yeah. Darkseid's symbol. Yeah, but they said, let's abandon that and let's just do this. Yeah. And then it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's just, that's what's so frustrating to me. And you'll see from some of my other things, like how I would fix that. Yeah. But it's it frustrates me to no end because it, it acts like, as fans, like that we're stupid. Like, it's like, either just tell us it's not the same or do what you were going to do. Yeah. Don't treat us like we're idiots. Yeah. So. Agreed. <laughs> I agree. There's my there's my rant. I still have more ranting, I think. <laughs> there's a lot of ranting to be done. <laughs> That's right. With what's, this movie. What's your number two? My number two. Mine are kind of... Okay, so 
I don't really have like a four three two one structure here. Mine are actually okay. sort of in order in how I'm revealing my whole new version of this movie. <laughs> so nice, nice. I'll just kind of sum it all up back at the beginning and back at the end. But um, okay, so earlier I mentioned they would recruit uh, Flash and Aquaman. Yeah, and I left Cyborg out. That's right. I left Cyborg out on purpose hmm. because I want to leave Cyborg out. Okay. I think we should not have Cyborg in this film. Ah, I want Martian Manhunter instead. Oh. So the original Justice League, if you go all the way back to the beginning, yeah. um, Martian Manhunter was there instead of Cyborg. Cyborg was a, a 2000s thing. He was originally okay. a Teen Titan character that they sort of grew up into the Justice League. Okay. Um, so I would knock him out altogether. Okay. I'd replace him with Martian Manhunter, All right. played by Idris Elba. I'll just throw that out nice. there. Nice. And um, I'm always on board for an Idris Elba. He's perfect for this because it's it would be like a quiet, stoic, mm. intimidating character. Great. So um, there's the, there's a lot of benefits to this. First of all, if Darkseid's our villain, mm-hmm. there's this huge alien aspect right. that suddenly gets introduced into this world that these characters are not used to. Yeah, we have a Kryptonian, but we're not used to it on this scale. Right. Martian Manhunter is a Martian, yeah. <laughs> so he is used to it. Yeah. So he could actually be a window into understanding that there you go. for our characters. Yeah. He could even know about Darkseid hmm. and how to potentially fight him. Uh, um, nice. He's a wise character, so I feel like in Justice League, our wisest character is Batman, ah. and he doesn't behave very wisely. <laughs> So I kind of feel like it makes the rest of the characters look kind of stupid. I mean, so I feel like we need somebody who is wiser than Batman. Got it. That's someone he can look up to. Yeah. That could be Martian Manhunter. That'd be an interesting one. Yeah. Especially from an alien. Because we've already seen in BVS that he's kind of anti-alien with Superman. Right. So he'd have to play that a little bit. Right. And then um, it also helps out with the whole dynamic where nobody on the Justice League is even halfway equipped to battle Superman. Like, Superman is <laughs> light years ahead of everybody very in strength true. and power. Very true. Bring Martian Manhunter into the mix, that's not true anymore. He's yeah. every bit as powerful as Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other cool thing of it is, you know, you set, you bring in all these characters Yeah. after having none of them, and it's not like the, the Avengers where they had their individual films and you know who they are and now they come together. Right, 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 right. So you need good story for why they each come in. Yes, Martian Manhunter could have been on Earth mm. for years, centuries. Yeah. He's like he's the last survivor of Mars, or the last green Martian. It's a whole thing. Yeah. I'm a nerd. <laughs> and uh, he, he uh, is a shapeshifter. So he could have been hiding on Earth oh, for years. Anything. Yeah. And this brings him out of hiding. That's cool. So. I like that. Um, so you kind of were alluding to the fact that they might still have to battle Superman. Oh, I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> My number two is that despite the fact that the best scene in this film is the Superman versus Flash. Yeah, that one that little shot. That one little shot yeah. is the best scene in this film. Um, that should never have occurred. Despite the fact that it's the best scene in the film, that should never have happened. So I don't think you bring back Superman angry. To me, it doesn't make sense in the continuity of what was going on mm-hmm. to have... We already had Batman v. Superman. There was the already the tension between two members of the yeah. Justice League. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, you're talking about a very different scenario and yes. a very different story. I'm yeah. not. I'm talking about Justice League. Right. 
in so I'm, I'm curious to see where you go but i would go forget making superman the enemy mm -hmm. here's what you should have they should have done instead okay kept the continuity they should have actually brought back superman but instead of being angry he's scared mm. and he's scared because he's seen the same future that batman saw in batman's like future flash right uh -huh. And so he's going, whoa, we've got to, we've got to do something because this is not good. Yeah. And so I think you got to ditch them being him being angry, bring him back in to think to think to himself like, we have to stop Steppenwolf because what's coming after Steppenwolf is so evil. It's going to transform me. It's going to transform Batman. It's going to take everything to a place that we do not want to take mm, it. Yeah. And so yeah. he comes back scared as opposed to angry. I like that. I wonder if Henry Cavill can play scared. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> hey, guys, before we continue, we want to let you know about all the additional content you can find over at thestorygeeks.com. So on our website, you can find our latest YouTube videos, Patreon posts, and additional content written by our awesome blogger, Ashley Pauls, who shares her own thoughts on the stuff that we do. And she rarely agrees with us. So if you want another perspective, <laughs> go over there and see what she's doing. She's a great writer, and she has a lot of great stuff to say. So head on over there, check out what she's doing. Um, some of our most popular stuff you can see, we have our Captain America's Character Journey podcast that we did with Helen O'Hara from the Empire Podcast. That's right. Still a high point in my book. That was super fun. That was awesome. Um, we have a Jurassic Park Dig Deeper episode that you and Justin did while I was it's on like vacation. the episode of all time. You guys went real deep. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. <laughs> you found a rabbit hole and you dove right in. Oh my gosh, it's so true. So all of that plus Ashley's blogs can be found at thestorygeeks.com. Yeah. And we also love for you to support us. There are three ways to do that. The first is Patreon. You can support us monthly through our Patreon page. Patreon is a website that allows fans to collaborate with creators like us. When you support the show for as little as $2 a month, we have a brand new tier. So you can actually support the show for as little as $2 a month. I actually highly recommend the $3 a month tier. But you can support us for $2 a month. And we show our thanks by giving you rewards, like additional content. At $2 a month, you can get bonus content. At $3 a month, you can get signature content. Plus, you can join us on our podcasts live, which is amazing. So if you love what we do, we would really appreciate it if you became a patron. Please consider supporting us, like I said, for as little as $2 a month or upgrade to that $3 tier or even upgrade to the $5 tier. And we would uh, really appreciate that and we will provide you with additional content. You can also purchase merch, uh, the Story Geeks merch, like this fine coffee mug right here or the, the shirt that I'm wearing. Show your family and friends that you're a super geek who loves digging deeper into science fiction, fantasy, and comic books, just like us. It's a great way to support the show. And finally, if you're like me and you're a big theme park fan, check out ModernMouseBoutique.com. Modern Mouse Boutique sells geek fashion accessories. If you're watching on YouTube, you can actually see some of their ears uh, right here. They're some of the highest quality ears that you can buy when i say ears i mean theme park ears mouse ears so if you're planning a trip to a theme park maybe one of the really popular southern california theme parks or florida parks uh, or if you're just a geek in general you're going to want to check out modernmouseboutique.com our friends angie and josh are super creative and they're fantastic people if you use promo code story geeks that's all one word story geeks no spaces use promo code story geeks and get 10 percent off your next order links to our patreon page links to our merch store links to modern mouse boutique can all be found in the show notes or on our blog at thestorygeeks.com thanks for letting us interrupt now let's get back to the show okay so my last one has to do with superman's resurrection as well ah. um i would still 
have him get resurrected. Okay. I would still have a fight. Okay. But it would be all different. Oh, okay. First of all, the way that they resurrected him in the movie bugs me to death. Mm. I, I do get using the Kryptonian ship as part of it. Yeah. That makes sense, sure. connecting it to something that has to do with his own biology. Yeah. But the whole Flash having to drive an electrical current through the mother box <laughs> as it hits the fluid. Yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. you just wanted a slow-mo scene. Like, that's, you know. So, okay, here's what I would do. So right. I'm changing Superman's resurrection method. Okay. Darkseid comes to Earth okay. because he wants the body of the last Kryptonian because he wants to turn it into a champion. As one does. So we, <laughs> <laughs> so we understand right off the bat, Darkseid has the ability to resurrect Superman. Yeah. He has something that can do that. Cool. And he does. He resurrects Superman, mm. but he resurrects him as his champion. He succeeds in doing that. Mm. So we get the black suit. We get oh. Superman, who is not just confused and doesn't understand where he is, so he fights everybody around him, but he's genuinely evil because Darkseid has taken him over and is full out using him. That's awesome. And... He uses him to try and take down these heroes and take over Earth. Yeah, that's amazing. So you have this battle um, with all the you know the characters and stuff like that, mm -hmm. but they're not necessarily trying to kill Superman or beat him per se. They're trying to get him back. Mm. And there was, I mean, yes, bringing Lois Lane back into the mix to sort of snap him back was cool, and we could have a little bit of that in this. Yeah. But it really doesn't make sense that any of these heroes would have a strong enough psychic connection to him to return him to normal. Yeah. But Martian Manhunter is a psychic. Ah. Uh, and a very powerful one. And his mother's name is Martha Manhunter. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not going to go there. No, <laughs> sorry, continue. So, no, I mean, that's basically it. That's okay. what would happen. Darkseid would be the one to actually resurrect Superman. Yeah. And then Martian Manhunter would ultimately be the one responsible for returning him to normal. So you could have a whole thing where, like, Martian Manhunter is in Superman's head having a separate battle yeah. while they're all having a battle out here. Totally. Then, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I would. That would have improved the movie considerably. So here, let me sum all this up a little bit because yeah. Yeah. I have it in four sections to accommodate it. our structure. Yeah. But I've basically re rewritten the whole movie. <laughs> so Darkseid comes to Earth to steal Superman's body, turn him into his champion, take over the planet, conquer it, turn it into another one of his apocalyptic worlds like he does. So Batman and Wonder Woman find out that that's happening. Mm -hmm. They recruit Flash and Aquaman to help with that. Martian Manhunter sees that it's happening too and sort of gets involved in the mix. Mm. They have to learn to trust him. They, Batman and Wonder Woman, are so hell-bent on just being warriors and mm -hmm. fighting what's going on yeah. that they're not paying enough attention to the fact that they need to be heroes and yeah. protectors in the process. That's where Barry comes in. Barry helps them realize that that's what they need to be. Cool. So I think the rest of it all... All fits back. It all fits back together, but that's my that's my new Justice League. I like it. I like it a lot. In fact, that could still be the same Justice League movie that we actually had in my scenario because my number one thing is to don't make it a Justice League movie. <laughs> so my so here here here. This is what I think it should have been. It should have been, it should have been from the very beginning a Superman trilogy. Okay. Okay. Should have been a Superman centric trilogy from the very beginning. 
Um, obviously, Man of Steel is, I think, actually a couple... Man of Steel is 20 minutes away from being a perfect film. If they didn't go into that final battle, and if it wasn't mm. this, like... The, the first 60% of that film is just outstanding. Um, so they would have kept to that. I think that the thematic element there is an alien learning what his true identity is and how to interact with the real world. Keep it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Sounds great. But the second movie is where we started running into problems. BVS is when we started running into problems. And in BVS, uh, I'm changing BVS a lot to get to the third Superman movie to uh-huh. then get to Justice League. So the second movie, I think, should be Batman investigating Superman. He's not inherently, right off the bat, against Superman mm-hmm. 100%, like he is in BVS. But he's investigating him. I don't think we add Wonder Woman yet at all. There's, we should take her out of the film. It's yeah. just Batman and Superman. But Lex, um, Lex is the one trying to get the world to turn against Superman. Right. So Lex is actively trying to do that. Um, but then Batman discovers the truth that Superman is good and that Lex Luthor is bad. And then um, the problem is Lex Luthor does kill Superman. He finds a way to bring in kryptonite. He mm-hmm. finds a way to kill Superman, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So in the third movie, the third Superman movie, Batman contacts Wonder Woman to help him bring Superman back to life because Lex has contacted Steppenwolf to bring in Darkseid. Um and so then Soups is resurrected. We don't need to have a fight because he's not <laughs> deranged <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and then you set up the Justice League with Darkseid as the bad guy. And you can even go down a similar route. Now, I resurrected Superman already. But you, had, yeah. you could go down a similar route to what you were going down. I think that that would have tied things in a little bit better. It would have made it a more cohesive plot line. And I think that what happened, I'm going to talk about this a lot more on Patreon, the way that Marvel built their extended universe, um, or their cinematic universe, if you will, was based on the shoulders of strong individual characters. Right. But DC subverted that strategy to try and get to yeah. the Avengers yeah. in the Justice League right. too fast, which is what you're, you've kind of alluded to that as yeah. well. So in Patreon, I'll talk about why that ends up being a bigger problem. But I think when you introduce so many characters, it just gets completely out of control. And you're just like, I I don't even know what to do here. Um, Ironically, I also took Cyborg out of the equation. And I'll tell you why in Patreon. Mm. But it's too much. There's too much going on. It's, 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 It's over the top. It, it's it's overblown, and we need to start paring it down a little bit. We need to get more familiar with characters before we throw them into things. So, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I agree. It would have been better to get individual films ahead of time, but I think this would have been doable, honestly. Yeah, with the right story, sure. I, I think it could have felt like not too much. Well, they. I will say that DC has an advantage that Marvel does not have, and that that's that DC's characters are so famous. Yeah that they can do some of that. Because they go, you know who Wonder Woman is. Here yep. she is. Right? Um, okay, so I'm going to pick one of yours as my favorite. You pick one of mine as your favorite. C- just go through them real quick. Okay. Uh, make Darkseid the villain. Okay. Make Barry into a more experienced hero. Yes. Replace Cyborg with Martian Manhunter. Yep. And change Superman's resurrection method. So 
yours are all so much in alignment with your bigger picture story. It's kind of like, how do you ex- <laughs> I know. take one of them? Sorry about that. No, no, it's fine. I think um, I'm going to go with uh, your last one. Um, read it again real quick. Uh, change the resurrection method of Superman. So yes. basically the villain would resurrect him to use him. Yep. And then the heroes have that's to change him back great. to normal. So that's what that's the one I would pick. And then my my quick, like runner up would be changing Cyborg to Martian Manhunter because mm. it just makes it a far more interesting story. I think so. To have those I powers love that character. On. Yeah. So let me recap mine for you. Those would be the ones I picked of yours. So mine really quick are: there's no romantic tension between Batman and Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. That's just stupid. Um, they should have done a better job connecting BVS to Justice League mm-hmm. if they were going to take that path. Or they should have just abandoned it and told us that. But one of those two. Uh, don't have Soups come back angry. Right. Just have him come back scared mm-hmm. that, of what he's seen in the future. And then finally, it should have been a Superman-centric trilogy. And it should have been seen through the eyes of Superman at every stage. Yeah. I think with the direction you're going, yeah, I'd probably go with the last one. Superman-centric yeah. trilogy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they tried to shift things over to make Batman the center of everything, and that was a clunky choice to make. It was stupid. Yeah. Let's just call it what it was. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, thanks, guys, for listening. Hopefully, you can choose your top one as well. So go ahead and tell us which of our choices that you would choose, but also tell us what you would have changed about Justice League to make it better. Because surely there's many more things. Yeah. I kind of like Martha Manhunter. <laughs> Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? Um, or you could say that and be like, no, no, Martian. Martian. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it's a whole joke. It's a slapstick comedy. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be funny. Okay, well, that's it for today's show. As we mentioned before, coming up next week on the Story Geeks podcast, we are kicking off Scary Movie Month. Uh, Markia McCarty is joining us to talk about A Quiet Place. And don't forget, subscribe so you know when it comes out, you know when everything else we're doing comes out. And be sure to connect with us in the Story Geeks Facebook group. Let us know your thoughts on today's show or give us some ideas for future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show or anything else that we've done, tell somebody about it. Share it with a friend, share it with a geek friend, convert a friend to a geek friend. Um, Everything that we've talked about today is in the show notes. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. And as always, question everything in your favorite geek stories. And always seek the truth.